Right, our next guest first made a splash on Kiwi television screens in the 90s thanks to her hugely successful infomercials uh, with Natural Glow and the like and, of course, her infectious personality. She went on to become one of the country's much-loved figures, starring in several TV shows. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? Remember that? That was a great yeah, show. No, Garage show. Sale. Yep. And in 2007, she, of course, won Dancing with the Stars. She's also a best-selling author. She's a motivational speaker and a stand-up comedian. It is a great pleasure to welcome Suzanne Paul to the show for Six and a Song. G'day, Suzanne. Hello, Suzanne. How are you? Hello, Simon. Hello, Phil. How are you? We are great. Well, it's so nice to hear you. It is. It's lovely. Oh, thank you. Can we get into this by asking, you know, what was your childhood like, Suzanne, growing up in the UK, and what caused you to make the move to New Zealand? Um, Oh, childhood. Actually, it was pretty grim. (laughs) Was it? Childhood, to be honest. It was... um, um, I don't know if you know Wolverhampton, yep, yep. Um, where I grew up. Not, um, don't put it on your blooming travel bucket list, whatever you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it's, uh, yeah. no, not yeah. very, not very nice. Um, so it, it was just a lot of poverty, um, and the house we um, grew up in, you know, like council houses, uh, they were built before the war, First mm, World yeah. War, I think. So there was no um, hot running water, no bath, no shower. And the toilet, you know, down the yard sort of thing. So just very basic. Right. Um, but also, um, unfortunately, my mum and dad separated. My mum left uh, home when I was about seven. Um, I think yeah. my brother was about eight. Right. And um, so my dad raised us from there. And um, it just wasn't a done thing now. Mm. But, you know, in those days, people just stayed married. So I, I didn't know anybody else. So... Um, I actually didn't tell anyone at school um, that my mum had left. Oh, Lord. I just carried on. I just pretended she was still there. Yeah. Um, but I didn't actually see even that much of my dad because he used to work in a factory, different shifts. Yeah. And if he wasn't there, he, you know, he'd be up the pub. Um, so thank God for school dinners. That's what I um, <laughs> yeah. say. Um, that was the only meal we had. But I just mainly remember being cold a lot of the time, being lonely most of the time. Um, But, of course, I've had a chance to reflect on it over the years, and, and of course, it did make me very self-sufficient. I I was used to looking after myself. I was used to being by myself. And it made me realise very, very young that if I wanted a different life, then it was up to me to make it happen. Um, and I, I knew, even when I was living it, I knew at the time that it was a fairly crappy childhood. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just knew it was. So I became yeah. very determined that I certainly wasn't going to have a, you know, a crappy adult life. And um, I only had to look around me to see how I could end up, you know. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't want that. Um, what an incredible story. It is. And, and, and did, I'm working on the presumption, therefore, did you come to New Zealand off your own bet, Suzanne? I did, yes. I, I travelled all over um, England. I I always made lots of plans. It became a bit of a joke with friends and family. They'd say, what plan are you on now? And I'd be like, you know, well, plan nine, I'm going to London and I'm going to do this, that and the other. And then that would fall through and then they'd be all like, oh, God, what plan are you on now? I'd be like, yeah, plan 15B, I'm going to go to Southampton. So if things didn't work out, I'd just pack up and move, you see. 
So I just think I need to be somewhere else doing something else. So I just kept moving all the time, trying different things. Eventually, I sort of lived everywhere in England. And um, I, yeah. It's amazing, like, just hearing your story. I mean, talk about, you know, the cliche of rags to riches. How did you cope with the incredible wealth you created with Natural Glow then and became a multimillionaire? Did you want to go and go nuts? Well, I did go nuts. That's why I haven't got it now. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. But I tell you what, oh, my God, I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, Because I'd always written the plans down and the plan. And when I look at it now, I mean, I was 35. I arrived in New Zealand. I didn't know anybody. I had no job. I had nowhere to live. And I remember standing at the airport crying. And I was looking at everybody else. You know, you have all these big reunions and everybody's hugging and kissing. I'm just stood there and I'm thinking to myself, what the hell do I do now? I don't even know where I'm going. I don't know what I was thinking. And um, I just went to, a, you know, like a youth hostel, the oldest person in the youth hostel. But I would just always keep saying to myself, just keep calm, just make a plan. Even if the plan doesn't work out, I can, you know, at least it gets me moving. I can always change the plan. Yeah. So yeah. I just, yeah. Amazing. It's fantastic. Now, with the with with the natural glow, one of the things that I've always thought about it, you were one of the best, most recognisable people in New Zealand. When you were just walking down the street, and to this day, I'll guarantee it, do people yeah. still stop and say hi and how are you and all that sort of thing? Oh yes, they do. It's lovely. Right. People are generally so kind, and um, were you they... surprised by the success of natural glow? Oh, yes, God, I think everybody was. I remember I had two business partners at the time, and um, one actually said, no, I'm not carrying on with this. If she's making the TV commercial, I want out. He said, nobody's going to understand a word she says. <laughs> and so, and it was quite right. My, even, you know, 30 years ago, you could have cut my accent with a knife. It's bad enough now, but oh my God. Yeah, there um, you go. Now, look, one of the things, one of the other things that a lot of us remember you from, and you did fabulously well, not like my co-host Simon Barnett, you actually won Dancing with the Stars. What was it like for you taking part in that? Oh, Blumenek, I loved every minute, every minute. I think it nearly killed me. Mm. It's the injuries that finish you off, you know what I mean? You just think, <laughs> if I could just be doing that without any injuries, everything <laughs> hurts. Um, but I look at the tapes now, you must be the same, Simon, and I think, oh, my crikey, was that me? I can't even, I think, oh, look at me go, I'm brilliant. <laughs> 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 do you do that, Simon? <laughs> I, I don't quite do that, Suzanne, because you were brilliant. You're a lot more brilliant than me. But but it is. it does take a toll on the old bod, doesn't it? Oh, yes. Everything hurts. I, honestly, if I'd have woke up one morning and nothing hurt, I'd have thought I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest is Suzanne Paul. Thank you again, Suzanne, for your time. Thank you. Thank you. I'll tell you what, Suzanne, you've still got it. Uh, we're getting so many texts like this. Give her a regular spot on your show, boys. She's golden. Next text. I'm laughing ear to ear. She's a honey. Next one says, isn't Suzanne lovely? What a wonderful interview. So you've, you've, still, you've still got it, Suzanne. No question <laughs> oh, about that. Now, thank you. How lovely. Now, before we go to the rapid-fire question, just one thing I'm keen to know. You had a, you, Apart from this wonderful resume, you actually had a hit song in New Zealand. Was it called Blue Monkey or Spank the Monkey or something? Oh, you had to go there, didn't you, Simon? <laughs> What's it, what was it called? It was the Blue Monkey. Blue Monkey. Get down, yeah, the get blue. funky. Everybody do the Blue Monkey. Where did that come from? <laughs>
<laughs> well, it was one night. I think I'd had a couple of bottles of port and it seemed like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you sing us a few bars of it? No, I can't carry a tune in the bucket. I can't even go there. <laughs> Who wrote it? Who wrote it? I wrote you. <laughs> oh, bless you. Man, that is great. All oh, credit to you, Suzanne. Oh, You're a gem. Great. Right, cool. let's, right. before we get your choice of song, let's rip through some rapid-fire questions. Who is the living person you most admire? Oh, actually, uh, I know it's going to sound you know, a bit twee, but it would be my fiancé, Patrick Coote, um, because I can see how hard he tries, you know, every day to be fun and to make sure, well, everybody he comes into contact with, he always tries to make them laugh, you know, and be fun, no matter what sort of life chose at him. I, I like, I admire he makes that conscious choice every day to be happy, to have fun and to be fun. And that's not as easy as you think, <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, um, it's not. Just, it's not. Well no, done. It's not. I, I admire him for that. I Brilliant. Do. Nice. Brilliant. All right. Now, what is the best present that you've ever received? Oh, well, some family members made me a book once um, and they filled it with photos right from when I was a little baby and they put lots of funny captions. Oh, that's so brilliant. That's, yep, yeah, that's a, that's a great gift. Uh, if it? there was to be a movie made about the life of Suzanne Paul, which uh, star would you like to play you? Uh, me. I'd like to play me. Uh, <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> good, a perfect choice, actually. Well cast. Yeah, very, very good yeah, casting. So. Yeah, very good indeed. What is the most embarrassing piece of clothing that you have ever owned? Um, probably my school uniform, actually, because I had the same one on the day I left as the day I started. So I was pretty embarrassed about that, I can tell you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> goodness. The skirt must have been up around your ears. It was. Luckily, mini skirts were in fashion, and I never got any fatter. I just got you know, a bit taller. <laughs> oh, That's great. Go. All of us have had a childhood crush. Uh, who was yours, please? Oh, David Cassidy. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. gosh. And I had the good fortune. I met him here years later, um, Paul Holmes had a show where he was interviewing people. It was yeah. called Where Are They Now? Yeah. And they had David Cassidy on, and I was there. Honestly, I was speechless. You, couldn't, you can't imagine me being speechless, but I was. I <laughs> yes. couldn't get a word out. Yeah. And was he as good-looking when you met him as you thought he was from the posters? Oh, yes, definitely, yeah. yes. Ah, yes. Nice. That's lovely. That's great to hear that. Now, last of the quick-fire questions. If you could invite three people to dinner, Suzanne, who would they be? Um... I'm thinking, because I've just been reading his book, John Lennon, oh, yeah, um, right. because he was a great philosopher, just yes. a beautiful way with words. Yep. And um, Ricky Gervais, because I just think he's so funny, plus he's an animal lover. Oh, so yes. I think he'd be great company. And then I'd have to have my, my all-time favourite, Gene Pitney. Oh, Gene Pitney. Yeah, my musical ah, hero. Great singer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, me and Mum were obsessed with Gene Pitney. We followed him everywhere. We were like a couple of groupies. Uh, We've we've heard, actually, that might tie into the song you've chosen, too. Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And um, I know you're going to play it, and I'm going to cry. I couldn't even play Gene Pitney for about um, six years because it reminded me too much of my mum. 
Oh, and right. she's died, you know, she died, and I just couldn't play Gene Pitney because I got too emotional. Oh. And thinking about my favourite song yesterday, I played Gene Pitney and um, bawled my eyes out. So I'm probably going, I've got <laughs> oh, the tissue Lord. ready now, I'm probably going to go again. Oh. <laughs> well, we are going to play it for you. Maybe turn the oh. radio off if you want to keep a cheery <laughs> afternoon going, yeah. Suzanne. But we have absolutely loved chatting with you. Thanks for your time. It's been lovely. Thank oh. you. Thank you for asking me. It's been great fun. Thank you so much. You guys have a great afternoon. And you Thanks, too. Suzanne. Take care.